This is a Cato Special Podcast. I'm Caleb Brown. Greece is hoping that new elections will change the fortunes of their government, but new elections likely won't change the underlying problem, overspending and a refusal to adopt real austerity. Cato Institute Senior Fellow Dan Mitchell comments on the election and its aftermath. What do Greeks hope people will believe about this new election? They've supported a pro-bailout party, which, as, as I understand it, was uh, a, a fairly narrow victory. Actually, every party was pro-bailout. The, the key difference was that the, uh, the winning party was willing to abide by some conditions, whereas this left-wing coalition, they wanted bailouts without having to do anything, uh, whether it was good things like cut spending or bad things like raise taxes. They just wanted to uh, business as usual that got Greece in trouble in the first place. I think the big interpretation of the election results is that Greeks mostly want to keep the euro. Uh, A lot of people say, well, they'll have to go back to the old drachma, but Greek citizens know that just means an inflationary currency and that would mean a combination of bad fiscal policy and bad monetary policy. At least now with the euro, they just have bad fiscal policy. Has the euro then enabled a lot of this behavior by Greeks? The the euro, while it certainly is better than the drachma, probably does bear some blame because it led to a period of very illusory low interest rates uh, for some of these periphery countries, uh, not only Greece, but also Spain, Italy, Portugal, et cetera, et cetera. These countries should not have been borrowing at uh, at German type interest rates because they just weren't as fiscally uh, responsible. Not like I'm a big fan of Germany's fiscal policy, but at least if they have a welfare state, they pay for it. Uh, but the euro itself is not an obstacle to Greece doing the right thing and growing. And I think just look at uh, Estonia. They have the euro. They've managed to impose the right kind of austerity, lower spending. They've kept their flat tax, kept their free market-oriented economy. And because they were willing to control spending, they're now growing, I think it's 7.6% this year. So they're showing the path that other European countries should follow. How is austerity being cast in Europe? It, it Austerity means pretty much one thing to me, but it it seems to mean something different in Europe. Austerity simply means reducing your budget deficit in Europe. And of course, for most European countries, what's their favorite way of at least allegedly reducing budget deficits? They raise taxes. So we've had giant tax increases in Greece and Spain and England and countries like that. They, of course, still have deficits because it's not working very well. Uh, The right kind of austerity, what Estonia and the other Baltic countries are doing, is actually putting a clamp on government spending. That's the way that gives you more economic growth. The debate in Europe is very frustrating. It features people who claim to want austerity, but they really mean higher taxes, and they're pitted against people who claim they want growth, but that simply means Keynesian so-called stimulus spending, which, of course, doesn't work either. Uh, so if you have a choice between higher taxes and higher spending, well, you should pick none of the above. What is the role of the United States in all of this? The United States has largely kept out of the mess except for indirectly. The Obama administration wants the European mess to at least – be stable until after the elections in November. And as a result, the U.S., through the International Monetary Fund, is helping to finance some of these irresponsible bailouts that are letting countries continue to maintain their uh, excessive welfare states. It seems that Tim Geithner is playing a a 
an apparently large role here. He seems to be interviewed everywhere about uh, what's going on in Greece and about the extent to which the United States is going to uh, support those efforts. Is there a, a, a growing push for the United States to become more directly involved in these problems? The IMF would like to use the European bailout as an excuse to get more borrowing and bailout authority. But the Obama administration at least is clever enough to know that voters would be very upset at the idea that we're going to subsidize European bailouts. So the administration isn't doing an above-board effort to uh, support the bailouts in Europe, but they are working behind the scenes and also through the bully pulpit, especially via Geithner. Uh, They are trying to encourage the Europeans, i.e. the Germans, uh, to do more bailouts, again, to paper things over until after the November elections. Voters in all these countries in Europe, I guess when, when they go to the polls, they are allowed to be uh, irrational. We get Francois Hollande in, in France. We get uh, uh, pro-bailouts uh, in, as, a, as a ruling coalition in Greece. Is there any indication that in any of these countries that uh, – uh, voters, as they express themselves, the ballot box realize that real austerity is something different. The only country where I think voters have been responsible and intelligent is Estonia, because they had a a, a conservative, free market oriented government that did the right thing by cutting spending, and voters rewarded that government by re-electing them, and they're continuing to be responsible. In France, on the other hand, even though Sarkozy was a big spender, he wasn't as big of a spender as as a Hollande, the socialist. So French voters elected Hollande, and then just yesterday uh, gave him a a parliamentary uh, majority. And he's already uh, proposing Keynesian stimulus plans, which we know won't work. He's already reduced the retirement age for some workers from 62 to age 60. Uh, So it's almost as if someone's insanely doing an experiment of how to drive a country into bankruptcy even sooner. Uh, Then we have countries like Spain, where the allegedly right-wing government has raised every tax under the sun. Poor Spanish uh, uh, taxpayers, they've been hit with higher value-added taxes, higher income taxes, higher consumption taxes, higher excise taxes. Uh, So the Spanish government's another example of a country that uh, is completely off base, and that's from, again, supposedly the right-of-center parties making the mistakes there. So Europe really is not a very pleasant place if you're looking for good case studies of how to control a welfare state that is run amok. Dan Mitchell is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.